0: You're listening to the Housing Innovation Alliance podcast in partnership with the University of Denver's Franklin L. Burns School of Real Estate and Construction Management. The Housing Innovation Alliance is a nationwide community of game changers, driving the future of home delivery through crowd-accelerated innovation. We represent thought leaders from dirt to dwellers, with a focus on the production builder's business environment. Welcome to Focus CX. I'm Paul Curtis, and in this podcast, we will explore how you can disrupt your market through innovative thinking that puts the customer first. Today, I have the internationally renowned customer service expert, Chip Bell. Chip was rated the number one customer service uh, consultant speaker in the world in 2015, and he's been rated among the top three uh, worldwide by Global Gurus. He's written 24 books, Nine of those books are national bestsellers, and he's a three-time New York Times bestseller as well. He's worked with Ritz-Carlton, USAA, American Express, Southwest Airlines, Cadillac, and well, the list goes on and on. So Chip, welcome to Focus CX. Really a pleasure to have you. Thanks, Paul. It's an honor to be with you, sir. Well, I appreciate that. And I know with uh, everything going on, you've made a lot of uh, changes in your program. In fact, you recently put together a program geared to home builders. Tell us what it's called and what it's all about and what you're focusing on for us here in this industry.
1: Well, it's, uh, it's called Magnetic Customer Experience, and I like the word magnetic because it reminds us of the one on our refrigerator. Um, it, magnets obviously draw, like we're trying to attract and draw new customers or uh, new recommendations from customers, um, but it tends to also hold uh, like the one on your refrigerator. And so magnetic service is about using the experience you create uh, in a way that builds long-term customer advocacy, and particularly in home building today, you know, people may not build a home that frequently in their lives, but they certainly have uh, major reference power, and the degree to which they advocate on your behalf can make a dramatic difference in terms of your capacity to do what you continue to do that you love. And that is build gorgeous, beautiful, magnificent homes.
0: Awesome, Chip. Well, that sounds really great. And our industry really welcomes you. I know you've spoken a number of our conferences over the years. I know I had you speak at our conference uh, multiple times. And uh, so for the past 10 years, I think I've had you on the podium at least three of those uh, or more. And uh, and you spoke at a number of others. So you're no stranger to our business, if uh, if I remember correctly. Um, So welcome. But tell us a little bit now. You know, as we look at the industry, uh, what do you think we're lacking in home building and remodeling, and, and how do you think you can help?
1: So many times, home builders get caught up in the product, and obviously, that's an easy thing to do. Your life is about creating a a, a structure that you're that you're proud of. But we sometimes take for granted or forget that somebody's going to live in that structure you just built, and so putting time and energy and effort and attention on the customer and not just putting energy on the customer at the beginning. And that customer has a, has a lot of influence at the front end in terms of shaping the design and the blueprint and what, what goes here and the choices they, they make. I think the degree to which they're an integral and intimate part of the experience throughout. And sometimes we get caught up in our construction that we forget about the customer side. You know, when you ask someone who built your home, uh, what they recall is not just the structure, but what it was like working with you, and so that's what they t- talk about. And so the degree to which uh, home builders kind of shift their focus so it's not just the product, but it's also the experience, uh, I-, I think, is central.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Chip. In fact, you know, we we always like to say, "You show me a house that's done, and and we'll undo it for you." And and that was what a wise superintendent told me many many years ago. Building a great house is important, but it, it doesn't bring you over the finish line when you want to talk about the customer. So so tell us about, you know, you've worked with some of the best in the business, right, and in multiple industries. So tell us a little bit of what, you know, others are doing that you feel that that we're missing on.
1: I think one is the, if you look at the best of the best, and, and I'm speaking of, you know, what does Southwest Airlines do? What does Rich Carlton Air, uh, do? What does what USAA do? You know, the first thing that comes to mind is the degree to which they work hard to personalize the experience, so that that guest, customer, patient, client, whatever label we call the customer, it feels like it's done just for them. They're your only customer, and your bottom line hangs on their memory and and what they walk away. That personalization is absolutely key. You're building it for your brother. You're building it for your kids. You're building. If you treat the customers. From that perspective, magic magic tends to happen. So I think that's one. I think a second thing that's, that we see today is how you involve the customer uh, so they feel a sense of ownership in the experience, not just an ownership in the product. A, a good example is one of my fun, is, fun ones is Starbucks. You know, you think about some of the things that make Starbucks unique. Uh, weren't created by Starbucks, they were created by customers. For example, the uh, splash sticks that you use, Wi-Fi in the stores, pumpkin spice, I could go on and on. Those are things that were created and recommended by the customer. They didn't come from from corporate. Today, time is so important to the customer. Uh, And what I mean by time is, is can I access you um, all the time? I like to ask when I speak to audiences, Tell me what time Amazon closes. And the customer now, because Amazon is 24-7, likes to think of all of the service providers and product providers that I deal with should be like that. And I think a third is the, the critical way in which we um, continually communicate uh, with customers. You know, we talk about social distancing, but we really don't mean that. What we really mean is physical distancing. Uh, In fact, one thing I encourage people to do is ask your customers, how would you like me to communicate with you? You know, you want to text, you want a phone call, what's going to work best for you? And tailor your communication methods and and medium to what matters most to that customer. But those are three, personalization, access, 24-7, and the way in which we socially communicate with our customers.
0: I think that last one, all three are really interesting and very relevant, but that last one too is huge, right? We, you, you nailed it when you said social distancing might be getting the wrong point across to the industry and that right. we're not trying to reduce that. And in fact, we're seeing that a lot where we've created this distance between our customer, but now we have to work even harder to connect. And, uh, and that's creating some unique challenges for sure for, for everybody. Um, I know you've come out with a new book recently, which we're really excited to talk to the audience here about. So tell us about Inside Your Customer's Imagination. Tell us about your book.
1: Inside Your Customer Imagination, the subtitle is Five Secrets to Creating Breakthrough Products, Services, and Solutions. And it's uh, based on the following premise. Smart organizations, in order to stay competitive, have to continually reinvent themselves, come out with new things all the time and because the marketplace demands new, 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 new. Many times they turn to their research and development or they go look at best practices of other companies or they create pilots or whatever. Smart ones say, you know, we got a customer base that has a lot of cool ideas, I bet. They've got imagination of, what. have you ever thought about this? Have you ever tried this? And so how we tap that can give us an access to enormous amount of of ideas and information that we can use in creating products and services that matter most to them. And so I like to remind people that imagination is something that's on the inside. We've got to create a partnership or relationship with the customer so they're willing to open their door to their imagination and share it with you. And so the book is about how to do that. And it's based on five secrets. And the secrets are all grounded in, if you looked at the most innovative companies in the world, the Googles, the Apples, or whomever, and I've studied many of them, to say these real innovative cultures, what are their features? And what I found was five features that you find present in all of them. The first one is curiosity. The second one is grounding. Uh, the third is discovery or risk-taking. The fourth is all about trust. And the last one's about passion. Again, those five things are, are features of innovative relationships, not just cultures.
0: So we are going to, re- going to have to reimagine a lot of things. And I can tell you right now, this industry is is struggling with that too. And we're trying to figure out how do we reconnect with our customers? What do customers want? We're being thrusted into digital today. So I think your book is is a perfect timing because what I do see right now is builders are just looking to each other to try and find, okay, what's he doing? What's she doing? And we'll just do that versus really looking inside themselves and looking inside their customer base to figure out what everybody needs and wants. So the book really, just to kind of capture it, it's, it's different. It's a departure from your, your past books because I've read every single one of your books. So I, I, I know your theme was, was very much along the customer service and, and those, but this one's different. This is about, is. yeah, tell us those differences that, to help everybody understand. what
1: Some of the feedback I've gotten, Paul, has been, gee, I could use this in my personal life because, you know, essentially it's about building great partnerships. We all are in partnerships that are non-work related. And so, I think the degree to which people take away concepts and ideas that pl- apply in their total life, not just their professional life, is very firming to me. But I think that's one of the things that is different. It, it also introduces some concepts that are sort of new that you've not seen in other book business books. One of my favorite is 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 be the customer, and it borrows from what we teach our kids who are in Little League. And if you remember, how many times have you heard a coach say to a little player? Little league player, be the ball, be the ball. And that's Uh always their encouragement to focus, focus, focus. Well, in many, much the same way, the degree to which we be the customer helps us make sure that we're focused on on what matters most to that customer in a way that's deeper and richer than perhaps we've seen before, which is a critical part.
0: Yeah. the words that come to mind is like, I think everything prior to it's been, yeah, we're customer driven. But here we're saying we want you to be customer created. Yes.
1: Yes, absolutely. And that's a great that's a great uh, line for what it is. It's not just asking the customer for their ideas. It's saying, come in here and sit down with me and let's design this together. Those are the kind of things that say, how do you involve the customer? How do you include the customer in a way they truly feel like a co-creator with you? not just someone who's being, you're creating stuff on their behalf. So it's a very different kind of relationship. We don't
0: know necessarily what the customer wants, right? We make a lot of assumptions about, well, they need this or they need that or or this company's doing it, so it must be good for the customer rather than really self-discovering. This is risky stuff that you're proposing here. Tell
1: us. It is. It is. It is
0: and we also recognize sometimes a customer doesn't
1: know, but when we work together with them in a collaborative relationship, together we discover it what, what what's important to them in meeting a particular need or aspiration.
0: Well, I think this is going to be a great book and encourage everybody to grab a copy obviously and and help them through this because I think what it'll do is help create that that right culture inside your organization to be able to welcome this kind of feedback and create the environment where you can work with your customer and get something done because the customer can create a monster too i mean that's the risk right oh yeah right we can if you did everything everyone wanted you'd be a mess so there is a balancing act here that you have to follow exactly and so you've uh you said you started now on this magnetic customer experience
1: it's all built around um, if I wanted to create this uh, this kind of experience that draws customers and holds them, keeps them, you know, what are the skills that I need? What are the kind of techniques that I need? How do I see their world in a, in a more in a clearer way? How, how do I demonstrate that I really care? How, how do I listen in ways that are different and unique? And, you know, how do I team with others in my organization to create? How do I surprise the customer? How do I recover when things uh, go amiss, go awry, and they're left disappointed? Built around 10 competencies, 10 skills that, cus- that you need as an organization and as an individual contributor uh, to create an experience that I would label magnetic. That, again, uh, acts like a magnet, and it attracts and holds. So it's been a fun. It's been a fun uh, process to design, shooting some of the videos, and there's a lot of examples. A lot of examples um, that um, hopefully make the concepts come alive, and and it's very, very designed to be very hands-on, very practical. People walk away with specific skills they can use immediately. So it's been it's been a fun process, and I look forward to the point where we get
0: it launched. Wonderful. Well, Chip, I want to thank you so much for joining me here today and sharing a little bit about this upcoming book, as well as the Magnetic Customer Experience Program. And uh, hopefully builders will will be able to uh, partake in all this. And, And it sounds like you'll be hearing more from Chip Bell in the home building industry. So that's great. Thanks, Paul. Thanks a lot. On behalf of the Housing Innovation Alliance and the University of Denver, this is Dr. Eric Holt. Thank you for being part of our journey. This is where innovation calls home.